for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. That was good. That I felt good. good. I felt like a yawn in the morning. It felt like a like a yawn. It felt very relaxed. I felt yeah. like we were doing yoga. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. I feel like a yogi now. Uh, welcome to Blab Chat, man. This is episode. Fuck. 50. We we don't. None of us remember because uh, we're, this on is, we're, we're on a we're holiday back. moment. We're on yeah. a huge hiatus, uh, and we are finally back. It's so good to see you guys. I'm not going to shout out the episode number you guys obviously see it uh on the description so i'm not gonna yeah. go there but anyway welcome to uh our podcast blap chat this is a uh, an all music production podcast and i um, always always so honored to be here with my co-hosts yes they're atlas the plug what's mm-hmm. up perfection hey. all right I'm Jael filling in for Glam. Yeah. Jael. We got Jael in the building. Young you guys Jael. have seen him uh, on the YouTube and probably heard, if you heard the Ryan Leslie mm-hmm. episode, my man Jael was there filling in, right? That was you, right, Jael? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jael was there exactly. filling in and it was a good time. So um, welcome to Blap Chat, man. Uh, I go by the name of Ill Mind, okay? Um, and uh, we talk about music production. We talk about music creation. And uh, first of all, shout to you guys who have been listening to us, have, who have been loyal to us. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Blap Chat, um, so you can get those nice alerts every time we drop an episode. Uh, we drop a new episode every Friday of every week. Um, past two, three, four weeks have been fill-in weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. It was the holidays. Obviously, uh, you know, it was turkey time for all of my fellow Americans. Um, and uh, what else we had? I was in L.A., Yep. I was I was out of town for a couple weeks doing some things, so uh, we weren't able to, you know, um, stay consistent for the past couple weeks for you guys some some new episodes. But today we have a new episode. I'm super stoked. Um, shout out to all my listeners once again. Make sure you guys subscribe to us. That's very very important uh, on iTunes. Uh, hit that follow button on SoundCloud.com backslash Blapchat B L A P C H A T, and uh, follow us on all social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all one word, Blapchat, B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T. And uh, don't be afraid to tweet us, Instagram us, send comments, holler at us, and uh, get those comments sections popping. Don't you be know? shy. Don't be shy. Don't as, be shy. Do we, wait, is that Earl? That is Earl. Yes. Right, that voice? Yeah, I love Earl. Yes. You guys love fucking love Earl. <laughs> uh, we're missing Glam today. Man, Glam is... Uh, you know she's been busy. She she's dropped the video. Dropped the video yep. for Vaded. Vaded. Fire. Fire. Yep. Yep. I I love her project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go get that project out by Glam. 
Um, really, really good music, man. Oh yeah, she's no so, pun intended. No good lyrics pun and music. Intended. Glam. Yeah. Good lyrics and music, glam. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we've been out for a few weeks. Uh, a lot has happened. Hope you guys had a great holiday, amazing holiday. Yes. Um, dropped a couple new kits. Mm-hmm. Just oh, want to yeah. put that out there for all my producers uh, who fuck with the Blap kits. There's two brand new kits out right now: Blap Kit Volume X, aka Volume Ten. Um, I'm getting the feedback. A lot of you guys are really fucking with the kit. I'm super, super stoked that you guys like it. Uh, I really tried to put together a drum kit that was just different from everything that I did, but then also different from sort of everything else that's in the marketplace. And uh, for the first time ever, I put 74 snare drums in that bitch. Wow. That's a lot of snares for you guys. I think there's over 240 sounds in that one kit, which is almost double of the regular amount. So, um... Appreciate you guys that copped a kit. Definitely go check it out. Black Kit Volume X. Um, I know you definitely won't be disappointed. And mm-hmm. a new sample pack called Stranger Loops Volume Dope. 2. Um, the popular follow-up to Volume 1 from last year. Basically, it's just a bunch of sample loops that I put together using uh, analog synthesizers. And it was very highly inspired by the Stranger Things uh, show, the music. And uh, really just 80s horror sci-fi in general those textures are just like a really big part of who i am so i wanted to put this sample pack together for you guys so go check that out on blapkits.com b-l-a-p-k-i-t-s.com for the stranger loops 2 sample pack and uh it's december so more shit coming i got a couple surprises and uh it's gonna be a good time um also too i want to quickly note my mic is going out for some reason i don't know why i can't hear my can you guys hear me yeah okay cool my mic's going out anyway um next week to be exact wednesday december 6th i'm hosting all right i sound good now i'm hosting um my uh intimate producer music creator get together uh in new york city called pass the aux um that's happening on wednesday december 6th so basically i'm inviting a small group of music creators to a secret studio location in new york city and what we're going to do is we're going to sit down for four hours and you guys are going to play your music you're going to literally grab your phone or your computer plug the aux in play your music and then i'm going to give you constructive criticism on the spot and we're going to talk about your individual situation and i'm going to ask i'm going to answer all of your questions and any questions you might have regarding your career and um, anything in general to help you on your path so um it's been a great experience man like how many did we do in new york atlas so far like probably Uh, 15 or 20 yeah yeah Yeah. we did a bunch in new york uh, met some really, really amazing producers. Uh, I just did, uh, came back, I did uh, Los Angeles for the second time a couple weeks ago. Uh, we did Toronto, uh, Wallingford, Connecticut, uh, Philly, uh, Boston. Boston um, what am I forgetting? Uh, New York, Toronto. I mean, we're, we're traveling all over the place. So uh, basically my mission with Past the Aux is to visit every city well not every city but as many cities as possible globally um to get with uh producers in each city to network not only with me but to network with each other i think that's the important thing um is the the connection aspect of it so check it out if you're interested um i highly recommend you come through it'll be a you know a huge 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 um 
a moment of inspiration for you and all of us. So check out my event, Pass the Aux. It's happening on Wednesday, December 6th in New York City. Just go to my website to register. It's um, illmindproducer.com and uh, you can get your tickets cracking. And it's on sale, right? It's on sale. Yeah, so go get that. Cop your ticket and come through. I promise you it'll be um, a night to remember. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So um, how are you guys doing? I've been talking. We I'm good. doing amazing. How was your holiday? Did you guys see the... Uh the Ashanti uh, video. Where no, she was, I'm, I'm she completely. Was oh, when they threw money at her. Yeah, where she was dancing she on the guy. The whole show. What and happened? So she was, she was given, she was performing, mm-hmm. and she was giving a guy, you know, I guess a lap dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a guy in the crowd who was right in like the front, and he was throwing money on the stage while she was performing. While she was performing, and she oh, was like, gr- and she was grinding on the guy, <clears throat> and then she stops, she stops the act, and she's like, she's like, she's like, I'm not a stripper. She's like, don't throw money on stage. Now, here's the thing. Mm. I still like Kevin Hart. Here's the right. thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, I love Ashanti, right? Don't get me wrong. I think she's beautiful. I think she's very talented. But she's dancing. She's grinding on the guy, giving him a lap dance. While the projected video behind her is strippers dancing on poles, money falling in the air. Right. A fan, super involved, super in, you know, feeling really in the moment threw money with throwing money on stage in fact when she yelled at him he put his hands up like oh my god like i'm so sorry i didn't right. really mean to do it like that right yeah. and like i gotta say i can't be mad at him right. because like you're giving the guy a lap dance while the video's showing strippers and money i could see why the guy kind of thought it was okay but it's not right. a strip club though at the end of the day but she's stri- she's Grinding on a guy, projecting a video of strippers. There were strip dancing. Aura. I mean, I get it. I feel you know like what I'm the, strip, as the strippers on this on the screen I could see why can kind he of did give it. you that, that I could mentality. S- and her right. scantily dressed, grinding on the guy while but he's sitting down. I can see down. why she got mad too. Yeah. Well, okay. I could see both I mean, sides. I just because but I'm, saying, I'm wearing like, and this just goes back to the whole conversation of like whatever it is it's like yeah. just because doesn't i'm wearing a, a fitted right. dress yeah. and i have yeah. curves because that's what how god made me doesn't mean that gives you the right to smack my ass because yeah. right. i have you you can see my curves and it looks yeah. good right. you know what i mean i think it's like i completely understand you know his perspective like he probably wasn't trying to be disrespectful right. you right. know and like he had a stripper and stuff like that but it's like come on at the end of the day common sense is common sense like we're not at a strip club you're at a concert yeah. but i get it like i, I get can it. see why he did it yeah i, I can see it. why i can see too. why and I, in fact when he got yelled at by her like if you if you see the footage the guy puts his hands up like oops like like he wasn't being right. a dick like he was just enjoying the money he was like oops like yo my bad i didn't you know like well i'm sorry I, so i'm i'm of the i'm of the team that he definitely should have did that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'll tell you why because it's a show, you right, know, right. and you got to know the difference. And, and, and it, it definitely wasn't a strip club. Right. Um, I think I personally completely understand why Ashanti took full offense by that. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, yeah, sure. He he probably didn't mean anything by it. He probably had the greatest intentions, like like not trying to disrespect. But. I, I personally think that was highly disrespectful. No, nah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like you don't want money thrown at you at a show because Ashanti's not a stripper. Mm-hmm. Um, she's portraying stripper culture, which is fine, but 
that doesn't make it okay to throw money at her and 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 create the 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 intention and change the intention on the on 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 the action like all of a sudden hey okay so now you're a stripper now i could yeah and she's not even that type of artist either like i would understand if it was like future to change that like literally had girls there twerking you know then it would not be appropriate but it would be more understandable of like that's kind of the coach you know what i mean the Mm -hmm. culture it's moving towards like you have girls like and i've seen that what um yg had some some actual dancers like on stage with pole and like they were dancing like that kind of vibe i get but like we all know ashanti is far from that and i just feel like even going to the conversation of her wearing a bodysuit Nicki Minaj wears bodysuits at every performance. Yeah. Also on red carpets. You're going to throw money at her? I doubt it. Right. I understand. Listen, guys, right. I totally get what you're saying, but I'm I'm a fan of, especially in music, that, for instance, if you're a rapper, right, and you're talking about gun-toting, drug-hustling, this, that, there's people out there that are going to test you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you're right. talking about you're a tough guy and you carry guns and all that, that when you go to certain cities, they're going to say, all right, you're about that life, then... You know, let, let me see if you're really about mm-hmm. that life. I don't really approve of that, but I'm saying that's really what it is. So I feel like... You're just not you're, surprised that happened. I'm not surprised. Yeah, you know what I'm she saying? She's going like, to tested. I mean, yeah. listen, then she probably shouldn't do that act that much anymore if she doesn't want that to happen. Like, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, like, it's the projector. There's strippers on there. There's money falling in the video. Yeah. Strippers dancing. She's giving a guy a lap dance. You know, guys had a few drinks, three or four drinks. He might just, you know, it's all fun. Someone's bound to act out. It's going to happen. Yeah, right. So if you don't want that to happen, then you can't really be putting that out there like that. You know what I'm saying? And again, I love, I'm not, I love Ashanti. Like, I'm a big fan. I just, when I saw that, I was like, damn, I kind of understand where the guy was coming from. As a fan, you know, you're having fun. You had a few drinks. You think it's okay. It's not okay, but I could see why it happens. You know what I'm saying? I think the comparison with the gun-toting thing, in my opinion is different because the 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 action of like throwing money on another human being first of all like okay yeah. for, all right well, 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 he wasn't it's throwing of, it on her he, he was just like threw it on stage, throwing right. it on the stage right, but, but right, right. towards someone right, it's the same right, thing right, 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 to right, me right. like obviously that's like strip club culture we all right. go to strip clubs right. we've all done it you know we like it's fun and right. everything but i think i think the root of the idea of someone throwing money towards you there's just something that's always going to be disrespectful it's like degrading. about it's that. degrading and very yeah, yeah. very and yeah. so that just opens up a whole other conversation mm-hmm. of like is that shit even like appropriate i mean you know we, it's this is humanity like we, we live and, there's a lot of fucked up shit and i'm wondering you know? if I'm assuming, I'm more curious what you guys think. I'm assuming this wasn't the first time this happened at right. while she was doing that act. Right. Maybe it was, but I'm assuming it I wasn't. I like it was. You think maybe you would have heard it before. Yeah, I think I we would have heard it. I don't think, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But I yeah. mean, maybe, maybe. I feel like yeah. you would have, it would have, it would have came up. Especially right. after she kind of um, got upset about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, the way the internet works, they would have been like, well, you wasn't mad when yeah. it happened yeah. here. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? It's just awkward too. Like there was like so much space between him and like the barricades oh, and yeah. the stage, yeah. and then you're the only one throwing. Like it's yeah. kind of like, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, I like you said, I I can understand why he might have had the perspective of thinking like, oh, this kind of goes with the flow. But like, I just feel like honestly, men in this generation, you guys need to like smarten up because right. it's like you guys are looking crazy. 
and not none of you guys like you guys are amazing men but i just feel like the generation today especially with the internet is disgusting it's 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 really sad like you know especially even with all the sexual assault shit that's going on like people's power unbelievable abusing their power and trust me even with like russell simmons Oh yeah, and that's sad, not the man. last I... time it's gonna happen. That's that's not the only story I'm sure we're gonna hear from because like. Well, what I do know is that the ones that know that they did something wrong are are definitely on edge right now. Oh yeah, because it could oh, be them yeah. any day, any day now. It could be them. And it's like when you're so hearing much... the names, I'm like, no. Yeah, that and it's person, like so much. Yeah. Uh, so much respect, you know, for Russell Simmons and everything that he's done, of you know. Course. But like when you kind of step down from your companies and apologize, that just goes to show that you don't want this to get bigger than it is. So like, what does that mean? Well, right. did you see? Did you see the email that was sent to Terry Crews from yeah. Russell Simmons? No, I didn't. You know who Terry Crews is? Yeah, yeah. He's like the buff, yeah. the actor guy, right? He had an email because you know he came out and he said he was sexually right. assaulted by by a guy uh-huh. at a party, like a big exact director or something like that. Um, I think he like grabbed his genitals. Or oh something. my goodness! And Terry's what? a big dude, right? And Terry was like freaked out, right? He was married, and this is why Terry's smart. His wife told him. Babe, like she prepared him for that very friggin' moment. His wow. wife, she's like, "Honey, you're gonna get to love. This is gonna happen." But about and when that happened, he, as much as he just wanted to turn around and knock that guy the fuck out, he thought about his wife and he thought about everything and was like, "Let me just chill." Me chill. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, there's an email that was sent to Terry Crews from Russell, and I love Russell, so it kills me to say this, yeah. but right. it's from Russell. Um, saying like hey basically not don't like take it for granted i'm like yo let He's that like, one go just let right. it go like let it slide you know right. and right. then people when i was reading on 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 you know social media people were saying well i got and hate i love i love russ you know but they were saying like when you when you respond to somebody in that manner you're saying it's okay you're saying it's okay and right. you're almost like don't say nothing because it might blow up my spot almost exactly. kind of like, it's kind, you know of, what I'm like, it's kind right. of like well i understand where he might have been coming from because i did it once right. or twice so you right. just, just let and that my one intentions go. weren't wrong so just let him wow. chill and then terry was like that no it's crazy. not we can't well, let anyone not, wait and not yeah. only did he let it go he took a screenshot of that and posted it on twitter wow well you know what at the end of the day i think Yes, all this sh- crazy shit like Matt Lauer. I mean, the list goes on. It's yeah. really insane. And I what's think happening. it's gonna get worse. Though. It's gonna get worse, <laughs> and you know, all we can do as as spectators really is just like hope for the best for all parties. Yeah, you know, especially just, the victims. But like, and I feel everyone, like people need to you know? change their perspective on it, right? Because it's like I don't feel like this. The, like the people that are being outed right now are not the only ones that have done it or are doing it. I'm pretty right. sure that's happening now. Thankfully, that's never happened to me in this industry, and yeah. I, it probably won't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now everybody's cautious. One and two, mm-hmm. like I would just kick you right where. Oh no! Yeah. You don't, need to oh, yeah. don't, don't go there with perfection. You know, but no, and I just feel like nowadays, you know, women are more stronger, and oh, like yeah. we don't we don't need you to tell me. Well, some people do, but we don't need you to tell me. Hey, sleep with me, and you get this position. No, I work hard enough. I'm yep. gonna get that position, even if it takes me two years. Yep. And there's some people that obviously would do it to get the easy way, right? But I feel like people are smarter, and I think just men need to be smarter in that right. sense. Like, stop thinking like, you know, oh, well, she had a short skirt, so I had to right. lift it up. Right, right, oh, right. you know, she yeah. had a little cleavage, so I right. pulled her shirt down. Nah, it's nah, it's nah. an excuse it's unacceptable. to That's be. Terrible disgusting yeah it's unacceptable and because if women were to really walk around and be like oh well he had gray sweatpants so i just had to grab his crotch right like we would be looked at like what 
Right. Like, great. like whores. Like, she's too I mean, I think the guys there. would love it. But anyway. That's no. Right. You'd right. be surprised. No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. You'd be surprised. <laughs> right. Especially yeah. if it's from someone you don't want it to come yeah. from, right? If it's someone you're attracted to, of course. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. if it's someone you don't, you're going to be like, whoa, what Chill. are you doing? Yeah. Oh, it's almost yeah. happened to me. Like, yeah. like chick was now was just like chilled. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But men don't talk about it. Like that's yeah. no bueno. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like enough. You know what I mean, mean? it's you know it, it's really again super unfortunate that it's happening. Again, all we can do is just hope for the best, hope for positive growth for all parties, and just it, it's the truth is coming out, man. You know, and like it's so unfortunate. And again, like. And going back to Russell, like, it, it, you know, we still have so much respect for what he's paved in terms of his, you know, his contribution to hip hop and just like being a pioneer and all that. But wow, this just these curveballs just really, really. I mean, look at Matt Lauer. I mean, that one blew my mind. The guy, too. the guy is like a 20 plus year pioneer in journalism. Yeah. But holy shit! All taken you know? away. Twenty-five um, million a year. Yeah, you know, it's like it just throws a curveball in the whole shit. So all you can do at that point is just hope for peace, really, for all, for everyone. You know what I mean? And especially the victims. And man. just smarten up, man. Because yeah. just because somebody's not talking now, don't mean they're not gonna yeah. talk mm-hmm. another time. So yeah. It's mm-hmm. Like, come on, let's just yeah. get it together. Use your common sense. Yeah. 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 Well, Be respectful, because at the end of the day, too, it's like if. That's going to all come back to you, man. Yeah. Whether yep. not to you, somebody might do it to your daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And then it'll feel real. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes parents' Great. mistakes go on to the children. Oh, and yeah. you don't 100%. realize it until later. And it shouldn't have to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Well, it's true. On a positive note, yeah, that, that was, um, this was. I this think was this was the most. Though. I think this was like a, the one of the most intense. It's a nice like, way to start the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a nice PSA. Uh, on a positive note, I want to <laughs> thank. Actually, I want to thank Ill. Hey, I want to congratulate you, Ill, on oh. your nomination. Oh, thank you, the Grammy, Grammy nomination. Grammy, Grammy. Thank you for Moana and for Khalid. Thank you. So congratulations to you, big homie. Very proud of you. They're going to think Thank I you. won a Grammy. Uh, hey. hey. You know what? When well, you we didn't win that. This, this could potentially be my second year losing again. So we'll That's no, what the Jake crazy said thing, on The crazy yeah. thing is when you were nominated the first time, you had two in one category. Yeah. So you yeah. had even a better chance yeah. of winning. But right, rightfully so, I'm glad. Obviously, Kendrick won it. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. It was very well deserved. You know, but uh, yeah. Anyway, the point I was making was obviously, oh, congratulations to you. And when you win, I'm putting it out there. Hey. If you could bring it here so we could all look at it, that'd be oh, great. Oh, we will. We will. And we can touch it and have a drink out of it. <laughs> um, and I want to congratulate our Blab Chat alumni for all their nominations as yes. well. Oh, yeah. Right. I know six, I so believe, is nominated. So six many. nominated. Cardiac. Yeah, Six yep. Cents. Who was Alan Six Ritter. Cents. Alan Ritter. Super Dupes. Super, oh, um, my God. Seven uh, Thomas. Seven, seven Thomas. Yes. Seven Thomas. Uh, yes. Symbolic One. Mm. Lord. He was on. He got the uh, best best uh, best album of the year. Oh wow! Yeah, Lord category. Who do you think is winning best album? I feel like that's a tough one. I mean, who are the nominees for best album? So it's um, it's uh, Childish Gambino, Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar, um, Tyler. uh, Is it Bruno? Bruno Bruno Mars and oh Rhapsody. um, Oh no. And Lord. Oh Lord. And Lord. Lord. I feel yeah. like I think Kendrick best might. album. Who I do think, you think's gonna win? I, I, I think, think Bruno Mars might get it just because yeah. of how things go. This yeah, is I mean, what I think. But this Bruno is... Mars probably sold the most out of the, out of all those people too, didn't he? Didn't he have like 
didn't yeah, but like the sales go- don't matter because uh, you know it's about what's talked it, about. I think. Yeah, so okay, let me just clear the air on how the Grammys work really yeah, quick. Ahead, and this yeah. is actually valuable for all of us to yeah. know. So most of most people don't know like how the Grammys work, like who votes and how do you get nominated and how do you win and all that. So the the Grammys and if any one of you listening is actually in the committee, please comment and correct me if I fuck this mm-hmm. up. But from what I understand, first of all, obviously, the Grammys aren't based on fans at all. It's your peers. So every region in the United States has a Grammy committee. So New York City has a committee. Um, Atlanta has a committee. You know, California has a committee. So every region sort of has its own like committee of Grammy. uh, Just they call it Grammy committee, basically. Right. And so if you have been previously nominated for a Grammy, uh, you know, whether you're a writer or a producer on an album or a single, whatever it is, if you've been nominated, then you can apply to become part of the Grammy mm. committee, which makes you a voting member. Mm. So as a voting member, you get to vote on each category, what you want to win, right? Mm. So it's based on your peers it's based mm. on people like me and people like all of us like people that are active in the music industry that have the ac- accolades and respect enough to be able to be a voter but the only way to be a voter is if you register you have to vote um, and you could do that at i think grammy grammy.com i think you could do it you could apply for it and i remember when i applied when i first got my nominations in 2014 for drake and cole I literally just logged in and I applied. I said they, and then they asked me, "Okay, what albums were you were you nominated for?" And I filled it in, and then I became a member, and then oh, pay the fee, welcome to the Grammy thing, blah blah blah, and then from there I was able to vote. So I think the the disconnect is to me twofold. I think part of it is that it's ultimately up to the to the voters to the people that have successfully registered and are actually voting. I mean, there's people that are part of the Grammy committee that can vote who don't vote Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, they just don't vote. Um, And then part of it is obviously the, the head people at the Grammys that are kind of overseeing the entire process. But I think really what it comes down to is people have to vote for you. They have to vote, right? So let's take uh, Rhapsody for instance, right? Not the biggest selling album of the Which year. Which I think it's great. Great album. Nominated. Great album. Oh, Congratulations her. to Jamlin, Ninth, the whole team. Mm-hmm. Shout to Spanish Ran, Rock Nation. Um, Ninth is heavily involved in the Grammys. He's always been. He's been since he got nominated back in fucking 2000. Uh, three with the Black Album, and then mm-hmm. he did Mary J, which got nominated, and I think uh, Destiny's Child also got nominated. So he's he- he's been heavy in the Grammy world, and so obviously Rhapsody's his artist. But the thing is enough people voted for Rhapsody in the committee. Mm. So when we all complain about, oh, why didn't this album, you know, get fucking nominated? Why didn't this get nominated? It's because motherfuckers are not voting. That's why. So there's got to be some type of action that has to happen, whether like if we want to get like the future album nominated for best rap album, then enough people, I'm thinking in Atlanta, should be voting yeah like future's peers should be voting for future mm-hmm. right um you know i saw a couple people online saying like russ's album should have got nominated 
maybe maybe the people in in the committee should be voting for Russ. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they're not, then maybe Russ or whoever, maybe they need to take action and really implement a game plan to get these voters on board with voting for him. But I feel like a lot of people don't even know the voting process. That's the right? disconnect. So it's yeah. like they're not even thinking of it that no, way. No, and, and and let alone the general public. I mean, like yeah, regular yeah. fans, think they don't it, even they know. They have no idea. They think it's just like a bunch of like uh, old executives right. Or, right. in a round table. Okay, we're going to pick this one. No, like I, I went to YouTube um, a month ago. I flew out to San Francisco to hang out at the headquarters and. Um, I for, and, and apologies, I forgot the guy's name, but he was one of the head guys at Gra- at the Grammys, and he spoke to us um, at YouTube, and he basically broke the whole thing down to us, and he said, you know, they're, the Grammys is really trying to go out of their way to make it as fair as possible, but the disconnect really is that we just need people to vote. Like, if you f- if, if, if the creative community of musicians and writers and artists feel like a particular album should be nominated then it's up to us to vote for it and if no one's voting for it then it won't be nominated do the grammy members when you guys are voting so you get the ballot you get a ballot okay is the ballot every single artist from every single category everything so you would have to vote in country like well, you have actually, to go through the whole thing or are you just selecting which ones you want? actually no it's not everything <coughs> it's not everything so no, it's just it? it's just based on like your Specific. So, so for like, you, I'm, it would be like hip hop, yeah, pop, R&B. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm voting for shit that I know. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, you have the option. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Saw Q-Tips rant on Instagram. I did, I and I crazy. kind of, I low key agree with him. Like, he didn't blame I, the general public. He blamed I, the rap people. Yeah. They're the he ones knows, who vote. He knows. Yeah. Like he knows <laughs> what's up. Like, you know, uh, that album should have gotten nominated. Should have gotten nominated. That's that's just my opinion, and that's again not taking away from the ones who did get nominated mm-hmm. i love all those albums but you know and here's another disconnect unfortunately there's only five fucking slots yeah like you can a whole year can go by and there could be 10 incredible albums for sure at least but only five are gonna make it <laughs> you know like it just is what it is so that's my whole that's my whole rant on the grammy thing like obviously it's like there's a lot of great projects that came out that I wish were nominated. Who do you think? Who like who else for best, do you think best album? nominated? Best album? Um, I think Ed Sheeran should have got nominated. Um, I think uh, again Tribe for sure. Um, what else? 2017. God, there's so much music running I in think my it, mind. I think it came out too late, but I I thought Big Crit's album was incredible. Crit Crit's oh album? No, it, yeah, that couldn't. That's still eligible for the next one. For next year? Yeah, because oh, it starts in October. So, good. so anything that came out after October is for the next one. Nice. Yo, the Grammys in a while haven't been in New York. This year is in New York. This is the first oh, time it is in New, New York. York. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yep, MSG. Yep, crazy. And no, no Caucasian uh, rappers in the hip hop category. Uh, no, it's no white males in the album category. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you know, I think Weekend should have. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He should have gotten he, way he, more. He don't have any nominations? He got a few. A few? I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but congratulations to all the and nominees. Travis and Travis, for sure. Travis. Oh, wow. Forgot that. Crazy album. Really good. But, you know, again, not enough people are voting yeah. for these projects. So it's going to be interesting to see. But anyway, good luck to all the nominees, and uh, we'll see what happens, man. I think it's going to be a good one. 
Yo. Wow. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited to watch it this yeah. year. Yeah, for sure. So, um, man, again, what else has happened? I mean, we haven't been here in like almost a month. I mean, so much, so many great albums dropped. Uh, what's one that comes to mind? Well, that Cam and Mace. I was just gonna Cam say that. Mace, I was gonna say that. Wait, so, who did the production on that? Um, hit, I believe. Know? Uh, I believe Ars from Hitmaker did the Ars cam. He did, did the camera on one. He did cams. Shout to Ars. I don't know who did Mace's. Not for nothing though, but Mace, I was surprised. Yeah. I wasn't expecting like Mace to come that hard. Yeah, he came hard. I was like, damn. I was yeah. like, all right, Mace. Yep. I see you. Mm-hmm. Good for him though. Good so for many- him. I love. I love though. I just love, and we we've talked about this before. I just love when hip-hop quote-unquote beef even though it's probably not real like fighting beef yeah but when they just take it to wax and they just fucking rap yeah and they just go back and forth and they rap that to me is like i i love that you for know what I, for I the think culture it, yes it's yeah. so much yeah. fun it to is. listen to it especially is. when they know each other yep like mason cam they go back 15 15 years maybe even more you yep. know what i mean so like yep. To see them go at it, oh yeah. man, I was. So- Let me ask you guys something. If there was a Grammy category, uh, best beat, oh, what would your what would your best let's just do the top three. Best beat, best beat of beat. the year. Instrumental, best instrumental Grammy yeah. of the year. So it could be a track that had vocals, but you're taking the vocals yeah. off and just keeping just, the just beat. Just considering the beat. That's so much. Yo, not, top three. What, yo, what are your top three nominees? Not for nothing. The story of OJ. Yeah, yeah Jail started off. The story of OJ. Jay-Z. Story of OJ one. No ID killed that. Okay. Oh, two more? Yeah, two more. Top Crap. three. Top three nominees. Uh, I, I, I can think of one that comes okay, to mind. Okay, what's one? So your one is story of OJ. One. What's your yeah. one, Atlas? I actually have two beats that I really like. Whether they're like all the bells and whistle tricks, I, I probably not, but I think they're super hard beats. And one is Panda from Menace. Okay. Which I love. That okay. fucking track is yep. so hard. And I, I like All the Way Up from Exclusive, man. That track uh, yeah. to me is all so... Way that, you know I'm a rolling 808 slide. Yeah, but that was last guy. year, though. That was last yeah, year, so wasn't it? this year, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, way back, Travis Scott with mm. Kid Cudi. And I just found out that our guest today participated in producing that. Oh, okay. Wait, which one? Way back. Way back, okay. He had his hand in that one, which is dope. Yo, that's a really good question. We should ask him about it today. Yeah, I wonder what the listeners think. They should tweet us. Uh, yeah, I think uh, that's yeah, a hard one for me, man, yeah, because there's so much one. good music out so there. Many. So three. I mean, I oh, agree with him. Yeah. You know, story of OJ. Humble. Oh my god. Yeah. Humble. Oh. That beat was hard. Humble was Who produced crazy. That? Uh, Mike Will made. It. Oh my god. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tyler the Creator. See you again. Mm. That track is fucking genius. The way it was arranged. Mm. That that fucking beat deserves a Grammy. Well, anyway, yeah, guys, if there is a Grammy, um, you know, category that is the best instrumental, mm-hmm. uh, tweet us, yeah. leave it in the comments section, tell us what you think mm-hmm. would be your top three nominees for yes. 2017. We could talk about that next episode. There's too. some crazy yeah. things, Just man. three? <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I got to even just remember what albums came oh, out. Oh, no, yeah, now it's just the I'm album. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Shout to shout to the homie stereotypes, that fucking um, Bruno Mars man. That's what I like. Ooh, that beat. Yeah. Oh. I mean that song got nominated a couple times, so they're already in. But if there was a best beat Ooh, category, that's groovy. Stereotypes. That's groovy right there. We're mm. gonna get them on the show too. You know what song I like? 
Sci High and that Kanye. Oh yeah, oh, that, that uh, side. That side. You know who produced that? Exclusive. Yep. Oh yeah, he did, he did like, did that. He did yep. like Shout ten joints on yep. that album. Oh. I think. Shout to Exclusive mm-hmm. Beast. We had He's him on here. You guys should listen to that episode. Really good. Wow. Yeah. So leave comments. Let us know what you guys think would be your nominees for best instrumental. Uh, doesn't have to be rap. Could be anything. Doesn't Could be the be Ed, Ed Sheeran instrumental if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Any instrumental track that you think would uh, win the uh, Grammy if there was a category. So we're all excited for the Grammys. Um, it's always a big, exciting time for us as music creators. So um, again, good luck to everyone. And uh, speaking of Grammys, our guest today, really, really, really excited to have him. Uh, I feel like we haven't had a guest in a in a long time. Well, we've been off for the past three weeks, but um, really excited to have this gentleman join us today. He goes by the name of Honorable C-Note. Yes. Atlas, run through a couple things he did. Oh, my God. He's worked with... Gucci, he's worked with Uzi. He did New Level for uh, Ferg. He's worked with that Ray. beat. That I'm beat. on a new level. Right. That beat, wow. Fire. And I just saw the video of how he made it. Oh, Crazy. there's a video out there. Okay, we'll, we'll, I gotta we'll check ask that. him about that. Oh, I gotta We're see gonna that ask too. him about that. Wow. Uh, who else? Ray Tremord. He's worked with Travis. He's worked with. He's worked with basically everybody. Pretty much. Man. I mean, allegedly, I want to ask him about this. He has seven thousand five hundred placements like 7, major thousand i read placements from the beginning of his career That's oh from lot. the beginning that i believe seven thousand i was talking about major like label uh seven thousand but we got to ask him about that because he's he's been Damn. publishing home. must be stupid crazy all right we're gonna dig and dig allegedly in. he's working on carter five allegedly okay, there so. you go if that's ever gonna come out so we'll see yeah. we have to ask him about fingers that crossed because wayne is a legend yes. um so we'll see shout to honorable c note um let's get him on the horn and pick his brain about these seven thousand placements. <laughs> we got man, honorable, you know, you gotta, um, you you gotta, you know, buy us a mansion or something. Yeah. each because that's a lot of bread right there. Hey. But uh, let's talk to the man himself, honorable Cino. All right, we're here with the man himself, honorable Cino. Um, let's give a warm, warm round of applause to my man, honorable Cino. Yeah. What's good, man? What's going on, man? Man, I can't call it, man. Just, just you know, coming off of Thanksgiving. Yes. How, how, how was your Thanksgiving? Everybody had good Thanksgiving. Y'all good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we all still have the itis. I mean, I know I do. <laughs> I, had, I had the, I had the equivalent oh boy, of one. Good over there, huh? Yeah, I had the equivalent of whole, a uh, one whole, um, pumpkin pie. Wow. I hope, I hope none of y'all still eating leftovers. No, come on. I still on. got leftovers. Really? Come on, yeah, they're all yeah, they're kind of on their way out. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but uh, so it's a week already. Yeah, they're on their way out. <laughs> I had some. You can't, deep, you can't deep fry the turkey. You can only yeah. deep fry the turkey for so long. Anyway, Cino, thank you for joining Black Chat, man. Uh, here are my co-hosts, my man Atlas. Atlas, the plug. Cino, pleasure to meet you, bro. It's perfection. And Jael, nice to meet you, Cino. All right, all right. What did you say your name was? Jael. Yeah, nice yeah. To meet you, fam. Nice to meet yeah. You. All right, so we're here with uh, the honorable C note, man. Um, so glad to have you on the show, finally, my brother. Um, been doing a lot, man. <laughs> You've been working. You've been working. Um, you know, uh, been putting the work in for a long time. Uh, you know, when was man? When was the first time we met? I think we may have met at like a music conference or something, right? Like probably like four, four or five years ago or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was something like that. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, 
Yeah, AC3? Yeah, I, I think it was A3C. A3C. Yeah, A3C. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, A3C, like 2011 or something. Wow. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, man, you've been really busy since then and even prior to that. Definitely proud of everything you're doing. So, obviously, you're on Blab Chat. You know, our our listeners here, are, are a lot of them are upcoming music producers, and, and they really aspire to, you know, really make it as music producers and try to get you know to the level that you're at so i really just want to start off by um you know just telling the people kind of how you got started in this like what got you uh motivated and inspired to start making beats what was that like uh i think it was something that was born to me man i ain't really just like a beat i, I like music you know what i'm saying since i was a kid i've been listening to like always i always wanted to listen to the symphonies and classical music and people be like yo man i'm like yeah look another bad creation we had all that too but i listened to other stuff too that you know it's just something that i always wanted to do you know what i'm saying so when i got around nine my mom bought me a a casio keyboard i taught myself how to play Mm. and that's where it really started right there wow so we started started on the casio keyboard do you remember what model number it it was (laughs) Hell no! Man. I'm it pretty was, sure it was a FZ one. It was like a fifty dollar one. You know what I'm saying? It was real cheap. It yeah. Was, but it recorded. It recorded. So I had. I still remember the first beat I ever made on it. Wow. I remember. You still got those beats? You still got them? No, nah, I got beats from like. I got beats that date back to maybe '03. Wow. How do they sound like to you right now if you play them back? They still talk, I ain't gonna lie. I was going. I was always been going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Wow, so when you started making beats back then, um, 02, 03, 04, stuff like that, who who were some of your, like, what were you influenced by? Like, what were your, what was your sound back then? Uh, actually, I got, I got stuff that dates back to 98, actually. Mm, okay, take. let's go back there. What, what, what were the Honorable C-Note uh, 98, 99, 2000 beats? What were those like? Beats, man. Like, we used to have these kind of shows, man, that we used to go up. Like, every time, like, all shit, the Ceno, them, the infantry, you know, self-made records, like, the whole crowd would go crazy. They already know what it is. It's, we finna go crazy. So, it was just, like, it was a high school thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, the wow. energy was, was what it was. Like, I, when I make beats, man, I do it, like, it was, it was like, a for, for the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I... That will make people move and be like, yeah, okay, that's what they like. All right, I'm gonna go do this. It's like some some scientist shit. But then as I get older, you know what I'm saying, I, I started learning how to make music for me and start putting my emotions in my music. So I went through stages of it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Oh, wow. Yes. Interesting. I mean, like that's interesting to like start getting into music production, but then uh, you know approaching it in a in a way where you're doing it. To entertain a crowd, I think that's great. So, did you transit? Did you DJ back then? Like, were you DJing too? No, I definitely wasn't no DJ. We used to take the dope and have them go buy the liquor. We have our own little uh, we'd throw a parties. We do we do parties, but I wasn't no DJ. Mm. And so they were probably, like this for the like for the just like the high school crowd. We had the, we had that crowd, but the streets was kind of something different. Like we'd throw a party for like all the grown ups and uh. Uh, Lil John to come on and the whole crowd would be like going crazy and then I wow. come on and the, the, 
the floor is just empty. And I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How old were you guys at that time? Oh, we was, bro. We was like, we was like 16, 17, right. man. Wow. We'd go back to the crib and I'd be like, man, I'm, I'm going to make a move, man. They got me fucked up. So I sit there and I just. Wow. You know so, so when you when you transitioned into that moment of like, okay, I want to like really really start pursuing the music thing, and as a you know producer, beat maker, what were some of those like early moves you made? Like, were you um were you selling beats? Were you pitching them to different artists? Were you working with rappers and artists back then? Like, what were, what were those first steps for you? Yeah, I always worked with artists. You know what I'm saying? We had we had artists that we worked with. You know, in the neighborhood, we had artists that pushed. You know what I'm saying? So even even I always work with artists who always tell me what they like or what they didn't like. You know what I'm saying? So it, it helps me be a better producer because I kind of understand. Like as a producer, we want to make the illest shit. That, uh, uh, put, like producers start off making produ- beats for other producers. Yes. Like me, most, for so the most true. part. It's just like, oh, I'm going to make the hardest beat. And when he hear my shit, I'm going to make him want to go turn his shit off. Yep. And gonna, you know what I'm like, I've been through that stage, too. So, you know, it's like most people started off like that, but I started off with an artist, and then I got into the beat battle stage, and then I had to go back from that stage artist. back to pay them as artist. You know what I'm saying? You know what? That's so interesting that you bring that up, because I think all of us go through that stage. You know, I doubt I definitely went through that stage. But do you, do you feel like you kind of get the itch sometimes, though, dude? Like... Like you want to do like a beat that just a like beat battle, you know, like a beat for other producers. Like yo, I'm about to fuck their head up with these fucking time stretches and <laughs> rhythms and all the complex shit. Like, do you still fuck with that stuff? Hell yeah! <laughs> yes, yes. I'll up at six o'clock in the morning to do something. Just like if I know I'm gonna go play some beats for anybody, I just know I gotta have like when my shit come on, this shit gotta wake the room up. I can't go in here and play no beats that. Niggas like, yeah, it's cool. I like to own motherfuckers. Then they sit there and think about it. It's like, either you like it or you don't, but it's still like a shocking, like, damn. What the, what, How what do was you that? Do that? You know what right. 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 Yeah. So you have a, do you have a, a set schedule? Like you just said, you wake up, you woke up at six. Uh, to, to go in the studio and work on a track. Do you normally wake up that time? Or do you have like, are you like a night person? How does that usually work? What's your work schedule like? I'm, I'm definitely a first shifter. Like, you know, I got to wake up in the morning, five, six. Oh, you're crack of dawn. Yeah. Okay. What time you go to sleep, though? Whenever whenever I pass out. Sometimes it'll be one in the morning, two in the morning. You know, it don't matter. Like, you know, it, it depends. I got to at least get four hours in. But I'm yeah. a hard grinder. Got it. I like to work. I think that's the kind of average kind of amount of hours, right? Like, yeah, that's pretty average. I mean, that's way past my bedtime, but yeah, that's. I mean, I feel like when people say like, "Oh, I'm up all night. I barely sleep." It's always at least four hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotta get four. You ain't gonna be able to. I can't. I can't think. You'll be talking to another person if I ain't slept. Yeah, sleep is important. Is it true? Is it true? I just want to. I just got to get right to it and ask you. Is it true you're working on Carter Five? Uh, I, I, you know, I can't really answer that. It's like, um, well, that's that. Say no more. You answered enough, right? Thank you very much. Yeah, I've been waiting to ask you that. I've been wanting to ask you because obviously we're we're the entire hip hop world is so. We living in a day and age where you don't know what fuck project you're working on. Facts, right? You know, you 
And like we was in the studio together, but it's just like, you know, you sent some beats, you don't know what they rapped over to them. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, see, now I'm working on the Carter Five. But you ain't even heard the song. But have they told you that that they've picked up any beats for the album? But you're (laughs) good detectives. You got the good, you know. Yes. We don't know what's going on with this yet. I feel like that's like one of the kind of. subjects in hip-hop that are very like uh... yeah and I, I almost feel like you don't even know I'm, I'm saying i'm not saying you, you honorable Cena. i just mean in general like now and nowadays too especially at someone at jay-z's level it's it's like the kind of thing you don't even know until it comes out yeah yeah it's true it's you true i mean i mean there's a, a a small kind of like disconnect on like you can be a producer and be involved with a project but it's the project depending on how big it is it could be so under wraps that even sometimes you as the producer you don't even want to know right, right. because you don't want to be responsible for you know like leaking leak. any kind of information <laughs> or any of that stuff so uh so you know like how do you um like okay let's take the you know wayne for instance or carter five that situation like how do you how do you kind of like manage your time in terms of making beats and sending them to artists as opposed to you know being you know like in atlanta for instance and then getting in the studio with artists like what do you prefer and like what is what is that experience like for you now in your career are you able to get in the studio with more people yeah i mean that's easy like especially in atlanta you know much make shout out to to atlanta um it depends on how i feel for real like if i want to go and play beats for Whoever, if I feel like, you know, I get out here and, you know, I'll make it happen. Like, I really don't email people. I kind of like being in the studio nice. with the artist. You know what I'm saying? I really not a big email sender. Like, I don't just sit there and send beats. Like, I like to meet people, then I, you know, let that happen. I know, I know you worked with a lot of, you know, uh, artists from Atlanta and also, you know, a lot of artists in general, you know, like Don Q, who I believe is from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a difference, you know, that you've noticed, you know, working with these guys like a, like a young up and comer like Don Q from the BX as opposed to, you know, maybe like Gucci? Ask the question again. Yeah, I, I was saying like. Uh, you've worked with almost everybody, and I know uh, also a lot of artists in Atlanta. And you've also worked with new, up-and-coming New York artists like Don Q, you know, from yeah. from the Bronx. So, um, is there it, with, like what is the difference as far as like the studio or like the session or like the vibe, uh, like when you're working with like a up-and-comer, someone from New York like Don Q who's popping right now, um, versus like you know an established you know legend like Gucci. Uh. Um, like Don Q, when I'm in the studio with Don Q, he writing. He gonna make sure every bar is is the is like up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they real particular about their bars in New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way it's oh, delivered. Yeah. So sometimes I might catch some Don Q say like after listening to it three times, like damn. He, you know what I'm saying? It take mm-hmm. me a minute to like to catch to catch they bars. Like I'm a Cause you know, the thing about me and music is I'm a beat listener. I was listening, I would listen to the beat and dissect the beat before I even hear any lyrics, even though it's lyrics on that beat. I think that's like every producer though. A lot of yeah. producers. Like anytime I'm hearing music, I'm dissecting mm-hmm. the beat. You can't help it. Yeah. 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 But it takes me longer, so I. So that's why I, you know, like with Don Q, you know what I'm saying? It, it'll take me longer to, you know, to, to kind of like to listen to his bars. 
But then when I catch them, I feel slow because they be so swift. Like, man, that's two chains does it to, to me too. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> like with Gucci, it's, it's the same thing. Like everybody, like right now, through all my sessions that I've been going to the studio, everybody's been real particular about the music they pick. And it ain't been like on no mixtape shit. It's been like on some, you know, it's all right, that shit was cool, but now what are we doing? Like, all right, all right, you go through all these beats. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I like how competitive it is, like, right now. Because it makes me get on the shit. That's why I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. But, okay, I got to make sure I got, I got some shit. Yeah. I'm looking for it. Exactly. So, that going back to what we were saying um, earlier about, you know, you getting in the studio with these artists. Now, in the past, we've talked about the importance of being a music producer and building a a rapport and a relationship directly with the artists. And one example we always bring up is the homie Murder Beats, um, you know, being from Toronto um, and really just in the past few years, obviously building rapport with, you know, Migos early on before, you know, Coach came in and everything happened. Um, and then branching out from there, you know, building relationship with you know, Spider Hands, building relationship with, you know, Drake and then, you know, Travis and all these guys. And now he's in all these sessions being in atlantis you know like what were your early experiences in the building phase you know you didn't always know gucci you didn't always know you know um all these guys so like when you when you were in your early days in atlanta when you were slanging beats and working with up-and-coming artists what was what was your approach in terms of like really getting to the big artists were you crashing sessions did you know people from the inside like how how did that work for you no, it, it just started off with my mind frame. My mind frame was I gotta have the hardest seat. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Like number before you even go and meet this person, like to me, I gotta know I gotta make like some shit that's gonna like like impact or have impact. It wasn't that easy back then, but right now people got you know they got ways. Everybody got cold beats to me. I be hearing some some nice shit, but back then it was like me for sure. Like I gotta have some hard shit. And the only way that I can prove that if I got some hard shit is I started going to beat battles. Mm-hmm. So I started off on the beat battles. And then, you know, I started winning those and I started gaining fans from fans and friends from from the um from the beat battle shit. And that's when I started meeting like A and R's and shit. So I just chill with them, just build with people. Sometimes it ain't even gotta be about the beat. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah, people is people, man. You just you know, you build with a person, everything ain't Everything is business, but it don't have to come off like you know what I'm saying. Right. Relationships. I was, I was gonna ask you for you, what was the benefit of the beat battles? Was it more to network, or did you use it as an opportunity to kind of hear where other producers were in order for you to get better? What was that for you? Uh, when I came down, it was when I came down here for the beat battles. Just proved that, like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a force to be reckoned with. Like I was like. When I came from Michigan, I moved to Atlanta. I was like, man, if I can take over Atlanta, you can take over the world. Mm. That's mm-hmm. my I think that's his that's whole right. thing. Like, I got to have the hottest beats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The competitive nature. I think that's, yeah, you know, that's, that's important. I mean, shit, I, yeah. I kind of um, heard that you got about 7,000. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> about that. Let's clear the air. How many placements? Because we heard 500 7, and then we heard 7,000. So. We wanted to ask you, uh, honorable, so you know what what the number approximately yeah. is. How many placements do you have throughout your entire career? Is it five hundred, seven thousand, one million? What is it? What is it? <laughs> I don't even know, bro. I, I, I'm, I'm, 
I never even counted. Like I'm yeah. right now, I got like four songs that I'm mixing right now, mm-hmm. and I ain't, even, I ain't even counted. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it just be dope. One after the other. So I'm just like, like seven thousand. I, I don't really be thinking about it like that. Yep. So how many beats do you work on at a time, like during your workflow, in a session? It's just one. But if I'm if I'm working, if I got like three artists, I make like three quick beats. I can make beats in like six and five minutes. But to me, they just be skeletons. So right. it's like, okay, I'm gonna put this. But you know, when I, I'm gonna go back in and, and then I'm gonna tweak some shit and then turn up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how. Yeah, I feel like sometimes you got to focus on one beat in order to make it like really something, right? Because I feel like everybody in this room could come up with a skeleton in five to ten minutes. But like, where is that going? Mm-hmm. See, look, the beat, you can have the hardest beat in the world. But if the person can't, if a person can't write a song to it, you know what yep. I'm saying? Right. The beat is just hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. It's about the song. At the end of the day, it's the marriage between the beat and the song. What can we get? How can I make this person ideas start coming out like if i play you a whole bunch of beats but you, you can't get no ideas how can i make this person start have having ideas how he feeling that's yeah. kind of how I, boom, like, all right or i'll play some chords and if they start mumbling i grab over the chords man like I'll, yep. <laughs> I'll go back in on it that's you know yep i mean we talk about that all the time about how it's our job as music producers to bring out the best to bring the best out of the artist and to try to inspire them as much as possible to start penning something i think that's the goal so like we were talking about you know obviously you said it's you know like everyone makes beats everyone can make dope beats there's a lot of really good beats that exist on hard drives and during sessions and it seems to me that you being in atlanta and and moving around and having these relationships that you've built over the years you're able to use that as sort of like a competitive um leverage over other producers which i think is super amazing super crucial so on this podcast you know and on my youtube everywhere we talk about relationships and the importance of like networking and building with with people directly what are some pointers you can give our listeners in terms of like best practices with networking and like meeting people you know what happens if um you know you're i'm a producer and i'm relatively new i have some really good music and all of a sudden i'm thrown into a session with uh with let's say rick ross right what what are some things i should be keeping in mind what are some things i should be doing to you know get ross to rap on my shit what are some things that you did over the years that helped just be patient you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you might be able to go with ross he might not even ask for that but we'll be like what's the say he won't do it tomorrow like if you gotta if you gotta it's just being patient and everything man not overthinking shit and just letting letting go letting go and really dealing with the people that deal with you like right now like a lot of the a lot of the people that's popping right now i've been dealing with them when they wasn't popping mm. you know what i'm saying so it's just like or dealing with them when they started you know what i'm saying just just started to run or helping with the run rather you know what i'm saying it's just like you gotta apply yourself like man okay if i'm going I'm gonna be part. If I'm gonna be in the room, why not shine in that? Like, why not go crazy? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why should I slap on this person because I don't know who they are? 
or if we in the room, we got to do something hard. That's just my mentality. Like I think of like just do something that yep. will will uh, uh, have some type of effect. If we put put a hundred percent into it, and it's going, and it's, that's that's really like the secret to me. Like just really going into a room and not thinking down on the person, or because they even popping like. I'm going to go in the room and I'm going to act like they Michael Jackson. Like I'm going to find the hardest shit. We're going to put something together. That's just my mentality when it comes to that. Yep. Ultimate confidence. And that's so dope because, you know, we always talk about as a producer, especially, you know, when you're starting out, developing relationships with, you know, artists that you think are dope uh, before they're even known and help kind of grooming them. Which leads me to my next question is, um, you know, you spoke about dealing with artists before they were popping and nobody knew who they were and you were already building with them. What artists, new artists, whether Atlanta or wherever they're at, um, do you work with or are working with now or maybe would like to work with um, uh, that are that are kind of up, up and coming? Me and Tracy T got a whole project coming out. You, know, Tracy you T. probably heard him. Yeah, you heard him on the uh, Me, Me or Way Up. Mm-hmm. Well, Tracy T, man, that Tracy T, he got some, he got some, some shit out here, and this shit that we working on right now, it sounds amazing. Like it's just, that's what I've been working on. Like a lot of, a lot of like, just, just want to help out a lot of people I've seen grinding over the years. Like you know what I'm saying? Tight. I saw your, um, your video on you producing how you made uh, ASAP Ferg's new level. And that was pretty interesting for a couple reasons. One, because when you started with the bass line, it was like you already heard the song. Yeah. You know, and two, because you transitioned between DAWs. So, like, you did oh, that wow. in Logic and then you went into Pro Tools and finished it for, like, to add the drums and everything else like that. So, I think that was dope um, because I use Logic and I know it was um, an avid yeah, user a of guy. Pro Tools and production, yep. which I still want to tap into, but... Yeah. How is it for you working when you're working with um, artists, for instance? I know you your catalog is very versatile, right? Because you've been doing this for such a long time and you've worked with so many different people. But you have worked with like a lot of artists from like the South. And, you know, that's obviously a different vibe than what they're doing in New York. Kind of like what you said when you're working with Don Q. He's writing. So like you're listening to the bars aside from the beat. So is your mind set different when you're producing for artists like that like the asap fergs and the don q's because obviously their kind of um vibe is different than what they're doing in the south uh, i think my vibe is, is universal like if you i got a hood universal vibe like my vibe is from the hood like if you from the hood you don't understand like my music like all of us relate in the hood like you can relate to some of the like my music is dark some of my like if i'm not i have to try to make like music like i got to try to make <laughs> uh, happy music I you know that. what i'm saying yep i have to try to do that but dark music like the hood shit like i can do this shit when I'm, my, if i'm asleep like it don't like that shit just come out and i think you know everybody kind of relates it to that in their own type of way just you just speed it up or slow it down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. come from where I come from. So when I come into the room, I'm, I'm not looking at. I'm. Well, this is the third session. I'm like, Cino is coming into this session. And Cino, you know what I'm saying? This is what Cino brings. 
And that's yep. interesting because, you know, a lot of producers use the process of like, okay, I'm going to cater to this person right. to like, you know, bring in my sound, but do what they do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know how people categorize it like a trap sound or like yep. a, you know, New York sound. And I think it's interesting that you don't look at it like that and you just do what's good. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think that's what makes you special, though, so you know, it is like, you, you know, you're, you make music that's true to who you are and you make music that you're... 110 percent excited about so when you step into a session with like a ferg or whoever it is they're they want ceno and and you're there to give them what you want to do you know you're you're there to give them yeah, you bouncing i'm like i'm gonna play it and i'm like if they not bouncing the way i'm about to say you don't hear that and they're like man all right i'm going to the next beat right. you know what i'm saying yep. oh no go back and play yeah that's, that's that one you know, it's just, you just got to be like, you know, excited about your shit, man. People know when you're excited about your shit. Right. And that's what I was going to say. It's like the excitement that you bring and, you know, your experience too, right? Because sometimes, you know, I've seen it. We've all heard of it. An uh, artist would be in a session with a producer and the artist is like, eh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like, when you got to take, you got to take matters into your own hands as a producer. You know, like you got to go in there with like, ultimate confidence right. like i'm fucking like what you said so you know just now like you got to go in there with the mentality that you you already won mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we're, we're we're about to make a fucking smash record and we haven't even i haven't even hit play yet we haven't even spoken like i haven't even met you yet <laughs> <laughs> and we're about to make some shit like when you're dealing with you gotta understand you de- you just gotta size it up though because sometimes the room don't need that sometimes yeah. you know you just gotta know how to move because if you like that all the time the motherfucker gonna look like this goofy ass nigga. Yeah. you know what i'm saying yep. you just gotta know how to move you know what i'm saying like i know how to move like i'm i'm from good so yeah, we know how to move so yep. i know how to in any room you do I was just in Africa. I know how to move with these motherfuckers. I ain't even speaking no English, but shit, I know what danger means. You can get the fuck out of the way. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, you just got to know how to move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I just um, I, I had this uh, this clip that I posted on my Instagram. Um, it was a clip from my YouTube, and I was talking to the producer, and um, they asked me, so like, what ha- what happens if like I get my first placement and I'm in there with Jay Z? What do I do, right? So well, I told him, I said, well... Well, one, I highly doubt you're going to be in there with No, yeah, but if you <laughs> but are, if you are, I said, say. well, well, they were like, should I... How, at what point do I... Um, at what point do I speak up or, do you know, you if Jay-Z, like, do I give Jay-Z feedback? You and I, I told him, I said, if you're in the room with Jay-Z, Just motherfucker, shut, shut your mouth and let <laughs> fucking let, let, let Tata let Tata and Guru do their thing right. and and like you just said so you know like feel out the room and and but also at the same time remember that you're there for a reason yeah. exactly. right? I feel like you gotta let your presence be known but yeah, not but let it be known right. like if, if I know that I'm gonna keep on coming back around here I'm not in a rush to make my presence still right. my presence is when I come into the room and them big ass beats are playing, that means okay. this motherfucker done took some time and learned exactly. Some shit. And that's how I feel. It's like if you're in a room with Jay Z, you kind of already won, right? Because like. Mm-hmm. Let's no, face you know, it. If you walk in there, the first thing you probably say is congratulations. Yeah, let's face it. Like you're already in the room, right? So I feel like if you try to do too much, it might be a little extra. Yep. But if you play it cool, then they'll feel comfortable and want you to come around. And at the end of the day, Jay Z don't really need your opinion. Like just being a real. Oh man, people pick up on real vibes, man. Exactly. There's, there's a lot of shit going on, 
man. Just being a real person. Yeah, you can't, you, you can't try you know too hard. You got to be in there, like you said. Yeah, you got to be real. Mm-hmm. You really do. But the real way to, to the way to be real with Jay is to shut, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> you know, let that man let that man do his thing. Right. You know, maybe maybe EQ a couple yeah, snares. You know, some people get excited, and we see it all the time. It's like, oh, oh why don't you try man. this? Or maybe you should lower that. Yeah. Or, no. like, oh, desperation, desperation, man. So, uh, Cino, um, you gotta know when to shut the fuck up. Exactly. 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 So, are you, um, C note, are you, um, doing some traveling? Are you mostly in Atlanta? Do you go to LA? Do you go to New York? Yeah, I'm LA, New York, um, LA, New York, and then Atlanta. So, I'll go to London. I'll go anywhere. I just like to travel. That's what I really like to do. So, like, I, I do. Yeah, I'll be in LA probably half the year then i go to new york for a couple of weeks and then i'm back in atlanta seeing what's going on so that's yeah you gotta move around though. but how does that how does that work for you do you move around when people call you or do you move around just to move and then find work no nah, i ain't waiting on nobody i can't wait i'm pulling up how you doing man i'm right. in town you're working on an album what's going on <laughs> you coming, Cino, you coming to new york for the grammys next year uh, yeah, good, good, good answer. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm. It's in New York for the first time. I don't even know if I'm gonna. Um, that. let me, like, let me pass me that pass. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, what are you? Um, uh, I ain't noticed, man. I kind of, I don't really be big on like, you know, I kind of like being behind the scenes, but it's just something that just just come with the shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't like when it be like big shit going on like that. I really don't even be in attendance for real. Yeah. What what's uh what's one artist non hip hop that you would love to get in the studio with that you feel like you can make some magic with? That's a good question. Uh, one artist non hip hop. Yeah, that you feel like you can make a smash with, and you could bring that hood, yeah. that hood vibe. Yeah, who? But you know, I've been doing that. I've I've been working with, like I've been going. I've been bringing it to like a lot of people been asking me to um you know, put drums on these, like, pop melodies or these country melodies. I got a lot of, like, interesting shit that come out. Like, when it come out, I want to see how people receive it because it's hard, but it's still, like, you know what I'm saying? It is still what it is. So. Country, though? That's yeah. different. Yeah. Hard as fuck, though. We hear this shit. Like, I want to hear a country yeah. beat. Yeah. Country hip hop. C notes. uh hard drive is probably full. Oh my Just God. fire, fire. Oh All right, God. another question. Favorite. Uh, what's your favorite snare drum right now? Come on, tell us. <laughs> um, like the one you be using like a lot lately. A lot. It's it's called number six. What's the name? <laughs> oh, man, come on. Hey, you number six. six. Number six. 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 Fuck. Checking from every drum pack right now. Fair, number Save six from fair. what pack? Number six. No, nah, he's not going to tell us. <laughs> no, I, I don't even know what pack it came from because, you know, I've been collecting drums over the years. Like, I'm I'm, I'm a producer from, from 98. I, was, I used to collect drums on hard drive. I used yep. to have to. That's almost 20 years of sounds. Wow. Like, yep. you know, yeah, like big bro, like Jazzy Faye. I stole some of Jazzy Faye drums before. Yep. As I was coming up, like you used to have to steal drums. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, people steal. I probably could have asked him if he would have gave it to me, but I just stole it. 
Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's just what producers do. Like, you know, you get the... So I I have accumulated. I never throw drums away. I just got this big ass list of drums that I go through. And then one day I had bought a Illmind kit. Oh man! There you go. I fuck with the voice kit on that Illmind. I bought it. I bought the, the whole the whole bundle. I bought that shit. Man, mm. so, you know, thank you, man. Thank you, man, for paying my rent. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. No, but I, yeah, I appreciate that, man. I'm fucking with you, bro. I'm fucking with you. Like, I bought, I bought some kit. So, yeah. Thank I definitely, you. Like, Listen, the, 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 respect, the, respect is, the respect is mutual, man. Trust me. It's crazy. Um, what's one last, before we let you go, uh, you know, one just i know we can probably be here for an hour but what's one really really valuable you feel like is the most valuable uh piece of advice for an upcoming producer to break into the game i know that's like a broad question but to to try and make it as simple as possible what's (laughs) your one piece of advice for the upcoming producer man stay prayed up and fuck with who fuck with you Mm-hmm. That's it. That's like if, if, they, if you're in the room, you're in the room for a reason. Level up in that room. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever you do in that room, you level up in. Somebody else is gonna hear about it. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was coming up, like a lot of like I got cool with Ludacris because I was giving four eyes to him. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I, I gave me and four. I had this song called "Do It for the Haters." And on the remix, Ludacris jumped in on it. And Ludacris was like, damn, who the fuck made this beat? Hmm. Then, then we got cool. Like, Ludacris was like, man, pull up to the crib. Oh, I didn't know you was having it like that. And yeah. going from that, you know what I'm saying? You can't cheat the grind. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And patience, too, like like yep. you were saying, which is sometimes hard, right? Because when you know you, you want it, it's like, what's going on? Yep. Yep. I have a question. Yeah. I have a good yeah. question. Okay, this is the last one. We were having this conversation. We touched on the Grammys with you a little bit, but we were having this conversation um, a little earlier. If the Grammys were to um, nominate instrumentals, what would be your top three in the category? Or you can give us, if you can't think of three, your top one. So best, uh, best, best rap instrumental 2017 Grammy nominations. What's your number one nomination right now? It gotta be 2017. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 2017. 2017. I can't do 2017. I ain't really been listening to the radio like that, man. Hey. Uh, so, what the, what the last, the last three years? Oh, uh, yeah, the last couple years. Last few years. Um, Can't be your own shit. Right. Hell no, man. That's all. I like that beat a lot. It's super hard. Uh, y'all, y'all ever heard Jesus Air Force 2? What project was that on? Uh, was it just like a Lucy? I mean, the Jeezy Air Force 2 is the Justice League made the beat. That, that shit wow. changed my life. Mm. Changed your life. Wow. Justice it changed my life. Justice Jeezy League, Jeezy Air Force, Air Force 2? Yeah, when y'all hear my musical shit, it comes from hearing shit like that. That shit right there changed my life. No, Like, Kenny played me that shit, and like... <sighs> Fucked up, man. Oh, you're talking about this shit. Hold on. Thug Motivation 103 on the way, nigga. Justice League. Trapping, holding her down.
She be holding my word and I be kicking her down. Just gotta call from the other side of town. God damn it. The opposite of town. Fucking Justice League, man. Coming right back, he gon' need another friend. Two plays for first, one nigga only. 17 But what year would that be, though? This was like 09, 08. Is that your 09 nomination or just like. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a, I just had to bring that up just because, man. Yeah, shout to, shout to shout to Jeezy, shout to DJ Folk. That was the trapping ain't dead tape. Um, that shit, Justice uh, League, <laughs> Justice League, legendary guys. Anyway, no problem, yeah. man. Okay. That was that was crazy. Cino, man, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're probably Gross. about to jump in the session. You're probably in a session right now. <laughs> um, can't wait to see. Uh, what what's in store, man? I, I'm sure you have a bunch of stuff, <coughs> Carter. Carter. Uh, but more than that, bigger than that. Excited about everything, bro. Like, man, uh, I'm so um I'm so humbled to have you here, and uh, thank you for taking the time, man. Can't wait to hear the new music. All right, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. Had had a nice time with y'all, man. Y'all be smooth. Thank Absolutely. you, Let's have give a round of applause to Honorable, Honorable Cino, Cino for joining us today on Black Chat History. All right, man. We'll connect soon, dude. All right. See, no, man. That was good. We're gonna do that from now on. Which? Yeah. Oh, that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do that from the now instrumental. On. Yeah, the instrumental. Yeah, instrumental. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's interesting right. because then you get a get a good idea of like what the producer is like really kind of listening to mm -hmm. or what they draw inspiration from because we're all inspired. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. like, yeah. It's just a really good. I love That's that. A, it's a good question. Yeah. Especially on the spot because it makes you like think. Like, we're gonna oh, do that man. from now on. But you guys know what time it is. Black. Oh, you know what that is. No, all we right. all looked at our watch. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for Blap or Crap. Um, so this is our segment, guys, Blap or Crap. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to keep it short today because um, we went over time a little bit. But um, this is what we're going to do. We are going to log into our website, beatthread.com. And we are going to choose your beats at random. We're going to play your beat, snip it. And then after we play it, we are going to give you constructive criticism. Um, and then if we like the beat, we're going to give you a blap. And if we don't, we're going to give you a crap. And uh, that's how we're going to do it. So our first submission for today is by SPCY. Oh, okay. Sp Spicy McGrady. What? I think you should wow. change that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Are we McDonald's? Yeah. So pardon if I said that and I butchered Spicy. that. Anyway. Spicy, Spicy McGrady. Here we go. Spicy McGrady. Spicy McGrady. McGrady. Here we go. That's the rhymes. Acapella. That was obviously a Busta Rhymes remix. <laughs> what? Just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Oh, man. Woo. That's 
house mix. <laughs> house mix. <laughs> Spicy McGrady. I kind of don't really have a comment. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to crap that one. Come on now. Yeah, come on now. That was not constructive criticism. I think he should start by changing his name. Just yeah, so it's yeah. Not I would say simplify it a little bit, or maybe just like uh, and then uh, make it make it like legible, I, easier I to say. read. Yeah. Okay, our next submission is by Slowpack S L O P A C. Smells like juicy food. Gushers. That was slow pad. <laughs> Definitely okay. dragged for me. Yeah. Go ahead, Atlas. Start off. I'm gonna crap it. Um, <laughs> some parts I thought were okay. I wasn't crazy about that long synthy sound that he <laughs> had, <laughs> that, yeah. like groggly sound. Yeah. I felt like it was making it too muddy. It was just clogging up the track for me. I wanted it to be a little bit more clearer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. And maybe even speed it up maybe just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for that, I'm going to have to crap this one. Perfection? I'm going to crap that. Um, I like the direction he was going, but I feel like it was just too repetitive for a long time. The transition was way too deep in. And those sleigh bells were just mm-hmm. extremely loud. He got to yeah. bring those down. I think you got to use sleigh bells the right way, right? Because they kind of sound a little outdated if not i think they were just too out in the mix and he needs to push them back and just change the arrangement a little bit but it's yeah it's a crap child yeah it's a crap all around um mix could have been cleaner the arrangement was too repetitive and then when that new sound came in with the hi-hats i yeah. feel like the, the artist could not get on that oh like the, yeah. Vim, vim, vim. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the lead was yeah. a little much the hook, you're talking about the hook part, the hook right? part yeah i feel like no is that a hook I, I think it was meant to be a hook. Yeah, in terms of arrangement, I guess. But n- ended up first, not yeah, being a hook. <laughs> like 64 bars. Yeah, I'm 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 this I'm gonna go with the crap. Um, I like the drums though. Yeah, like the, they were kind of moving, but there was like a swing to it that I kind of liked. But I think execution was off. All right, our next uh, submission is by Bala B A L A. Con's about to come in. Convict, convict music. Oh, this is definitely hip hop art. Yeah.
Shaggy. I mean, yeah. Another one. Probably speed up a little. Change up the hi-hats a little bit. It's just like... See what the hook is like. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh wow, that was great. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. A little, a, little, a little ring. I think if it was sped up and he took out that lead, it wouldn't be so yeah, bad. Don't Except, front though. If Nas rapped on this shit, it would be that's crazy. what I'm saying. The drums, I think, the are drums good. Are like the but the the. That's a stock sound. I, I would like take that's that. Like a stock yeah. sound. I would. I wouldn't even keep that in there. I would take that out yeah. and keep everything else. Yeah, the drum sounds are hard, but speed it, speed it up, speed it up a little bit. All right, Bali, yeah. you heard, you heard it, you heard it. I'm crap, crap. Yep. Yeah, that's the crap for me. Uh, it's got potential, but it's not, it's not ready. You know, perfection hates it when she doesn't even say anything. That was, means yeah. it's. But the question, perfection, <laughs> was was the snare hard? How was the snare? How was that snare? <laughs> the snare was trash. Say it. No, the snare was alright. No, it wasn't trash. It wasn't trash. It the snare was that. It was a Come little on, too slow for me. Yeah, I think yeah. the BPM needs to be Speed sped up. up. It's kind of yeah. It was a little bit of a drag. It was a drag. I felt like my eyes were getting heavy. <laughs> Dro- droopy. It was droopy, droopy. <laughs> Definitely need to speed up. It was like. Yeah, speed it up. Like speed it up by quick, five, ten BPM, and then take surprised. off that lead. That then, 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 then take that out. I yeah. think lit. you might have something there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, our last submission for today is by Jotham. J O T H A M. Here Jotham. we go. No, that's Jot Ham. Jot Ham. Jot Ham. Jot Ham. Jot Ham. Perfection. I like that. It had a bop to it, it. Yeah, it had a bop to it. I think the mix was pretty cool. It was a, a interesting sample choice, and I could hear somebody on it. Mm-hmm. I could hear like Young Thug with somebody doing mm-hmm. something yeah. fun. Yeah, drum. Like that. that was fire. Uh, for drum. some reason, I can hear Kanye. I, I was hearing Noriega. <laughs> no, I could totally hear Noriega. I don't know why I was it. I don't know if it had like a Latin feel. It reminded me like old school Nori Noriega. featuring Fat Joe. Oh yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, I can see Fat Joe Joe on that. Got a bop to it. Coca. What do you think, Jal? Yo, that when that sample flip came in, I was like, "Ooh, hold up, this is type hard." I think. Ah, I'm gonna give it a blap. I'm gonna give it a blap. Okay, two blaps. And and I I like the arrangement. 
He had, it wasn't Two repetitive. Laps. He took out some elements, put it back in. I, I, I fuck with it. Mm. This is a tough Atlas. one for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna crap it. Um, however, out of all the joints we heard today, it was by far the one I liked the most. I don't know. There was just something about it that sounded like 1992. A little dated, huh? You know what I mean? That's why, like, Noriega in, like, 97, Noriega came to mind. Like, it just reminded me of that era, you know, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I would really be bumping this right now. Yep. Um, when I blab something, I have to, like, be all in, like, wow, it was crazy. I didn't see any yeah. issues with it. And not that this really had issues. It's just sonically, for me, it wasn't current enough for yeah. my liking again yeah. it was a pretty good beat i'm sure if, like you know some current rapper jumped on it it'd probably sound amazing um right. but i gotta be all in so keep up the good work but i'm just gonna crap this one yeah Bruh. i'm gonna crap it too but it was close for me it was close. close i definitely hear again i'm with you if a rapper jumped on there and mm-hmm. did the beat justice then it could turn into a cool song mm-hmm. um but i think as a standalone just a couple of things that kind of irked me a little bit but mm-hmm. It was a good beat. Like I think the sample was what made it special. Like the sample it's got was like the a star. Yeah. yeah, like I think the drums could use a little bit of work. But again, on the flip side, the simple drums like that could work depending on the type of artist. So, um, I think my piece of advice would be to call Fat Joe and um, <laughs> and, Nori to, and Nori get them both on there. Yeah, there reunion. Yeah. I can hear that being the theme song for Drink Champs. Yeah, yeah. I love Drink Champs. By the you way, you know, I think like, it's a great show. Like. Theme song. Good evening, Sangria. Whatever he said yeah. in the beginning. You know? Uh, make some noise. Make some noise. Whatever the hell he says oh, in the beginning. Man. I, I love, love that Nori, show. man. Nori, Yo, listen. Shouts to Nori for being a rapper and, like, back, you know, just being, like, considered an old head. Yep. And then coming back with this Drink Champs thing, man. I love, I love that show. I love it. He's killing it. Shout out to Nori, DJ EFN. Shout out to the homie Rich Blanco mm-hmm. over there. But they're killing it. Man. Yeah, they're killing it, man. Show. Shout out to Drink Champs, man. Um, Man, shout out to Honorable Cino for joining us today. Yeah, it's a great show. Killed it, yep. man. Um, Glam, we're missing you. We'll see you next week. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, once again, this is Blab Chats. If you guys yeah. had to put a number, though, real quick, on how many how many placements, I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Major label? Or major a, label, uh, I'm going to say five to a thousand. Who? Five? Five hundred. Who? Five hundred to a thousand. Five hundred. For Sino? I'm going to say five hundred. Sino, how many placements? Seven thousand to me placements? just sounds like way too much. No, I too feel many. like seven thousand is just like how many... Like beats. like beats he has in his yeah. hard drive from yeah. whatever. I think f- even five hundred is amazing. No, five hundred is Placements. too much. I'm gonna say two to three hundred. Two to three hundred. I agree with you. And remember, he's been what around since like the nineties, late nineties, right? early two thousand. So you're talking about twenty, 20 years. years. 18 to 20 years, let's say. 20 years, about a What do you mean major label placement? Major yeah, yeah, label. yeah, major label placement. I'll, 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 like I'll go yeah, with Jail. Not like the homie okay. board to be, and, you know, and draft on. Because, like, 200 over 20 years, that's like 10 a year. I don't know if that's. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. 10 in one year is a whole I would say 200 or less. 200 or less. I think 500. At least 100. Like I'm going to go with at least 100. At least 100. 100. I'm with Jael. Yep. I'm with Jael. I'm thinking from a 20 year career. The beginning was slower probably mm-hmm. and then it right. sped up um you say five on average per year that's a hundred yeah um give or take maybe any anything between 65 and 100 i would say mm-hmm. it's not replacements so, so, not, so no one seven thousand is, is a lot that's i think yeah. seven thousand is just 
like that's a myth. Jones doesn't even have that right. many. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So seven thousand. That might be how many beats he has with like placements, skeletons. You know yeah. what I mean? Like now, oh, now also keep in mind just because it's a label, a major label placement. It can be an artist we don't know because there's a lot of artists that are True. signed that we don't Still. even know who the fuck they what are. What major label placements that have been like released in? Oh, I was just mean. Oh, I was just saying like placed with a, a label with a artist signed to a major. Yeah, at least a yeah. hundred. Yeah, I would say. I, I would think say I think it's 100. over a hundred. I'm gonna say. I think five hundred is a lot. I'm gonna say close. Right, well, guys, think about listen, say closer to two. Listen in the comment section. Let us know uh, and tweet. Why don't you tweet honorable C note? <laughs> There you go. Guess how many placements and Blab Chat. Hashtag had and Blab Chat. Hashtag Blab Chat. Let us know in the comments section how many placements do you think Honorable C Note has in, has had in the past 15 to 20 years. Let us know and uh, make sure you guys tune in. So we are out. We we'll are see out. you guys next week. Every Friday, new episode Blab Chat. You already know what it is. Make sure you subscribe and we'll talk to you guys soon. We out. Yeah, peace. One peace. <laughs>